This is exactly right. said no gifts. Hello, I'm Bridger Weiniger. I'm so happy you're here. Uh, I hope you're having a nice day. What can I say to you? What? We're here alone together and it feels terrific. Um, if there's, you know, if there's a friend or family member or co-worker you know who doesn't listen to the podcast, cut them out of your life. Uh, we don't need that energy. You've got to remove them we're here. We're having a good time. Move on from those people. We're so excited about today's guest. I think you're going to be very excited. She's so funny. She's a delight. Julie Klausner. Julie, welcome to I Said No Gifts. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you so much for having me. How are you? I'm, I'm great. I love your voice. I'm so <laughs> crazy about your voice. I'm, well, I've always liked you from knowing your work online and, you know, following you on Twitter and and then I heard your voice and I'm just, I, I belong to you. I'm just, I'm so, I'm so into it. Like, you, have you ever been compared to James Spader before? Or am I the first one to say I don't think like I have. You sound just like. <laughs> I, I actually couldn't tell you. I can't imagine what James Spader's voice sounds like in my head right now. And so it's like, uh, I mean, you mentioned it uh, in a, we messaged back and forth a little bit, but I should have yeah. looked up his voice. Uh, but maybe that would be kind of shattering for me. I don't know. I love it. Well, this is what, you know, everyone hates their own voice. Well, Not I can't me. speak for I, I don't mind. I don't mind my own speaking voice. It's my own singing voice I can't stand. Can you sing at all? Quite well. Oh, but you don't like it. I don't like listening to myself sing, but I don't mind hearing myself speak. Oh, that's interesting. It's more about if, I, if I'm cringing, it's more about what I'm saying than how I'm saying it. Right. I've gotten to that point where I, you know, through editing a podcast or whatever and listening to so much of it, you just get used to the sound of your voice. But I am constantly telling myself while listening to it to shut up. You don't. shouldn't have said that. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, that's neither. I, just don't change your voice, whatever you do. <laughs> uh, my boyfriend does an impression of my voice, which is not accurate in that's the one thing i know it's not in any way accurate to reality it sounds like a like an old woman falling down a well and i don't think that that's how i sound so that's the only thing i can say can you do an impression of him doing an impression no i couldn't but it's almost like a bobcat like a small bob I, so I, I don't know where this impression came from i think maybe just the fact that i'm uh small and so he's doing a small voice Sounds sounds say sounds cruel to you. <laughs> I'm in a very negative, uh, you know, a relationship that just makes me feel small all the time. I'm going to send you before I forget, and we don't need to deal with this on the podcast, or we can. Oh, I would love to. I'm going to send you a clip from the blacklist, <laughs> in which 
James Spader's character, Red Reddington, <laughs> runs into John Waters playing himself. Oh, beautiful. At a bespoke tailor. Oh. Trying on a suit and him saying in his inimitable James Spader voice, I'm such a fan of your work. <laughs> And he goes, I'm such a fan of, and John Waters goes, Pink Flamingos. He goes, no, no, your Christmas show. I, I loved uh, the, the, the time. That's my James Spader, but um, I'm going to send this to you right now because it's, it, it's fascinating. Oh, it I... is, uh, it's canon. <laughs> is Blacklist still on? It is. I just sent you the clip. I feel like uh, maybe, maybe I do some animation work as a James Spader. Maybe that, you know, like if somebody needs to save money on James Spader, call me in. Do you have any feelings about James Spader one way or the other? No, I, uh, I mean, I, I do. I want to hear your feelings on him because it'll probably make me feel better. They're erotic. (laughs) I grew up with a crush on him from Pretty in Pink. Right. And to, uh, I'm not gonna say lesser, but to a stranger extent, Mannequin, because he does the strangest performance, strangest choices. Who is he in Mannequin? Um, he was like the uptight kind of smoking uh, villain who was oh. conspiring with um, Tackleberry. Right, right. And I was just totally bananas about him and his Lady Di hair. And then <laughs> he came back into my life. Well, actually, I know that's not true. He didn't actually leave because he was in David Cronenberg's crash about people that are sexually aroused by car accidents, which is a fabulous premise <laughs> and obviously sex lies and videotapes. So he was always doing these like sexy things. And then in 1999 secretary. So forget no. it, forget <laughs> it because now it's blacklist. He's, he's older. He's bald. I don't care. <laughs> I feel like if only, I mean, my light exposure to blacklist, he's always wearing a hat. Is that true? Yes. And is that most of the series or do you see him bald a lot of the time? He takes off the hat. Okay, the hat is removed. And what is the premise of Blacklist? He is a criminal who turns himself into the feds and says, I'm going to help you find all the other criminals on this blacklist of criminals. The big guys. The big guys. If you, I don't know if he says, if you grant me immunity, but he decides to use his powers of villainy to uh, find other villains. So he's just kind of a rat. Yes, I guess. I've only seen a couple I, episodes. They're, they're, they're um, self-contained. Right. They're procedurals. He is so funny on it. He's so ornery. He has all these <laughs> long monologues. He's terrific. It's a silly show. I would walk to the ends of the earth for him. <laughs> Except for you would not watch any more than two episodes of The Blacklist. I'll watch more episodes of The Blacklist. Maybe I'll give it a shot. I, you know, I don't watch a procedural. Maybe it's time for me to get into a procedural. You never watched any procedurals? I've never watched them, and I feel like I would enjoy them. They're very low, uh, you know, low, low investment. Even an episode of Law and Order here and there, you. Can, I've they, probably seen one. Yeah, I, I'm the same. I mean, they they do well a la carte. Right. They're wrapped up. Met what is their medical lawyer and cop. Yeah, I think those are the, and I think we've gotten into firefighter territory with your Chicago fires, this kind of thing. Fire of the week. (laughs) It's arson this Thursday. (laughs) 
How many different types of fires can you put out? Exactly. That's my question. Exactly. It's a campfire, summer camp, um, <laughs> cooking, a lot of cooking. You've got like a fireworks explosion, oh, that yeah. kind of thing. That's true. And you, I think there are various kitchen fires. You've got your grease a fire. Lot of You've got your action. microwave fire. What's a microwave fire when you put a can of soup? Right. I feel like that's when you're putting some type of metal in. Uh, you leave a fork in your soup bowl. Or, well, I guess your spoon in your soup bowl. Uh, that feels like a fire to me. I'm trying to think of other fire of, of fire shows. Chicago Fire. I think Chicago Fire feels kind of like. All right. Is it the pioneer in the fire procedure? <laughs> I don't know. It's hard to say. I, I, don't I know. can't imagine. I mean, I feel like there must be another. Um, what's new in your life now that pandemic is kind of uh, slowing down? Uh, what are you doing? Well, it's less about what's new and more about a return to the normalcy of being very jealous and angry of people that are succeeding when I was under the impression <laughs> that we all agreed to stay on pause. <laughs> so. No, unfortunately, there are plenty of psychopaths who have been really grinding the gears and really just going at all speeds this entire time. How did I not get that kind of depression? I saw Bo Burnham special. I said, I got on the wrong line. <laughs> I haven't seen that yet, but it does. I mean, uh, I, I guess I can't speak to it at all, but uh, apparently he had a, at least enough energy to put together a full hour of hour a light show. Hour and a half, Bridger. Hour and a half. Where did I, I exactly? Where do I sign up for that kind of mental illness? <laughs> Mine, it's just, you know layers it's like having blankets thrown on me until the point that i'm just sweating and uh i wish i could get comfort from a weighted blanket but i'm a hot sleeper oh you are do you sleep with any type of blanket i do but i crank the ac and it's it gets pretty arctic arctic right in there that's what i need i need a very cold room but i still need something on me people who can't who don't sleep with any blanket. I don't understand how that even works. Right. Those are called dogs. <laughs> I That's think my boyfriend. Wait, no, no. And, he sleeps without a cover. It drives me out of my mind. A couple of questions, more questions about him, but I'll, so I'll, I'll wait. But <laughs> yeah, I was going to say a weighted blanket for a hot sleeper should just be a bag of ice. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a bad idea. In a actually. duvet. Right. Swaddled just, uh, in a duvet. I guess you would have to buy almost an entirely separate freezer for that, because I feel like that's going to take up a lot of room. Or you'd have to just be going to the store constantly to buy bags of ice. What have you got in your ice. freezer? Frozen uh, broth? <laughs> Here's what's happening in my freezer. We've got an ice cube tray. Mm -hmm. We have bags and bags of frozen cookies. There's a box of frozen broccoli. When you say frozen cookies, you mean cookies that you made and froze after, or? Both. Wait, Cookies I didn't even get to, to the second baked. thing. Well, I assume it's frozen Do you dough. you put a tube of frozen dough in your <laughs> freezer? Or you no, make I the make... dough and then you put it in for later? I make the dough, turn it into balls of cookies. You do? And put them... Of course, who oh, doesn't? Wow, you're cookie babies. I like I that. I am. Uh, and then I also have cookies, you know, that have been, you know, given to me as gifts or sent to me, and I'll put those in as well. So it's just kind of a rotating... Cookie. Uh... It's a problem freezer. I think it's like a freezer of someone with problems. And how do you defrost your cookies when it's time to eat them? 
I don't. So the frozen dough will be baked. So no yes, problem there. That I know that I know that if you refrigerate or freeze your dough, you're gonna have these beautiful, beautiful cookies once they're baked. Yeah, the shape will be perfect. Yes. Uh, and then the others I just eat frozen. I don't know if that's a problem for people, but I like a cold cookie. I it's don't a mind situation. It. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess it, uh, it's a cookie by cookie basis. You know, I have some like chocolate chip cookies in there right now that are frozen. And when I eat them, I'm like, this is just kind of a last resort. It doesn't feel like a true treat, but it's fine. This will do because I just need something sweet in my mouth. Try just hitting 30 seconds on the microwave. I don't know. I oh, feel like you did not like that idea. Your your face <laughs> twisted into into an asterisk. <laughs> you hated that idea. I feel idea. like the microwave I, with a frozen cookie either goes too far or doesn't do enough. And then I've got kind of like a weird, cold, hot cookie that I'm not. Uh, it isn't working for me in any way. What's your perfect cookie temperature? Warm. Out of the oven. Out of the oven. Maybe six minutes out of the oven. Where it's I'm not, you know, I want you. I can you could we listen to the John? Well, I just want you to hear his voice. I just want you to hear I, James Spader's voice. Is that possible? Please. To do on, Annalise, on can Zoom? we listen to this? And the title is Red Fanboys over John Waters. And <laughs> his the character is Red Reddington. Is Red short for something? Nope. <laughs> You're oh, dear. I am such a fan. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Your films, your writing, your artwork. I can't believe. It's good, right? It's excellent. I mean, they did not need to go that. F- I mean, I, I mean, they've just really built into the character that he's obsessed with John Waters. I loved it. But that's how I sound. Yes. A little. It's a compliment. <laughs> Believe me, it's a compliment. Think about meeting, it. you know, um, what's his name? Watermelon Sugar. Harry Styles is biggest fan. And they say, you sound just like Harry Styles. <laughs> Look, it could. I mean, there are, I'm sure, far worse voices you could be compared to. Uh, I, I, someone tells you you sound like Gollum or something. I don't know. This feels I'm, I'm willing to take it. Take despite it. Knowing, yeah, I'm just going to take it and enjoy it. And hopefully at some point profit off of it, whether it's. Yes. Well, I'll figure out a way. I have to figure out a way to profit off of this James Spader connection. Okay. James reach out uh, that doesn't work i've tried it saying james (laughs) reach out on a podcast doesn't yeah if it does i'll kill you this is two redheaded people reaching out to you james (laughs) the power here (laughs) we've got to get in touch with the we have different goals (laughs) julie and i both have different ideas of what we're going to do with you (laughs) uh james get in touch julie What are I mean? What is even happening? What are we everything talking about and nothing? Here? <laughs> what? Uh, how, how is New York feeling? Do you feel like you can get Terrifying. out and enjoy yourself? Now? Really, oh, no. really, uh, really scuzzy and you know uh, strange. And every day I change my mind over who I'm going to vote for in the Ooh, d- right. mayor- mayoral primaries. And I love Maya Wiley. Um, and then this, this garbage woman came around, uh, Catherine Garcia. Do you know about her? No. She was the head of the sanitation. She was the head of the sanitation department. (laughs) Wow. That's incredible. And is she a good candidate? Um, she's a, she's, she's not, she's not a psycho. Okay. Well, maybe she is, but not that I've, every day I, I learn something terrible and something new that's terrible. 
Um, but uh, but otherwise, I don't know. It's I don't leave my apartment that much, so it's okay. Right. Yeah. Right. So it's I really make the most out of the rent, I guess, <laughs> or don't <laughs> live anywhere else. I guess. <laughs> Have you lived else, uh, outside of New York before? Not really. No. No. Oh, okay. I grew up in uh, the suburbs of New York, and now I live in New York. So I I've gone back and forth to L.A. a bit, but I I've never really lived anywhere else. Any interest in moving to Los Angeles? No. No, no one blames you. I mean, most of my friends are there and I'd probably be happier there in that sense that I'd be closer to people that I love. But I, um, I don't, uh, I, I don't know. I just don't see it in the cards, whether it's because I'd rather be right than happy or if it's because, <laughs> um, my, my hatred of the, the, the business is oh. so pervasive. Like, I mean, what I'm doing, even when I'm doing well, actually, I still hate it. Of course. So I, I get worried about making a commitment to like an abusive partner. Right. And hope well, that's the magic, you know, <laughs> the magic of the Internet is you can go anywhere and hate the inter- entertainment. And <laughs> exactly. And you could feel like you're a part of it, whether or not you are. <laughs> right. There's really no choice at this point. So it doesn't really matter. Yeah, the Internet. Is it me or is the Internet just keep getting like better every year? Oh, for me personally, <laughs> you know, adding. I just love getting on it. I love seeing <laughs> the things that the Internet brings, you know, I various social media it all just brings me kind of a warm feeling it's better every day uh, right it's certainly not giving me cancer <laughs> and uh you know i feel like 10 years from now the internet's just going to be a complete utopia at this speed so yes uh <laughs> i do remember a time when the internet didn't feel like never-ending pain yeah sure i do too i remember saying to someone i love the internet like 10 or 12 years ago Right. And now it just feels like we're on a downhill slide that has there is oh, no Oh, like bottom. that slip and slide show that they had to shut down because oh, everyone had di- diarrhea. The explosive diarrhea. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Sure. Yeah, that one. That's a that's a beautiful metaphor for the internet. I guess so. I mean, everyone's slipping and sliding with explosive diarrhea. <laughs> and Bobby Moynihan is fine. <laughs> he is. Was he hosting that thing? Yes, but apparently he's fine. Who on the show had the diarrhea? Everyone else. <laughs> and was this the sort of situation where someone had diarrhea on the slide and then <laughs> it gave I everyone think. else diarrhea? Or it could have not been related to the slide at all. And maybe it was just a stomach bug that happened in the hotel before they even made it to set. But because right. it was the slip and slide show, we're, you know, we're, all we can do is think about the diarrhea on the slide. <laughs> of course. My only experience with the slip and slide, I think I was six years old. I went over to Kimberly Janney's house. She was twice my size. She ha- had me hold a bungee cord and we did a train down the slide. My tiny child arms let go of the bungee cord, <gasps> smashed her in the back of the head. Next thing I know, she and her family are flying down the road in their truck She's getting 30 stitches. Oh, no. That was the last time I was on a slip and slide. You harmed her? I harmed her. It probably looked like an attempt on her life. But, you know, it was just my weakness and her stupidity. Let's be honest. Was she hot? She seems like she was hot. Yeah, she was. kind. I mean, that name is kind of a hot girl name, right? Yes. And (laughs) and I think I had one experience on a slip and slide and it was with a cool hot girl. Of course. I think cool hot girls kind of rule the slip and slide world. (laughs) 
until they have explosive diarrhea and then their cachet kind of falls and you want to you want to hear the worst thing that i ever read on the internet um it was a tweet from patty stanger <laughs> again like 10 or 12 years ago before the internet got like you know although maybe it was every bit as bad then there were just less people maybe. on it and she was talking about like waxing versus shaving versus leaving your private area natural. And at the time she was going out with a guy who let's call him David. And she said something to the effect of. I wax. David loves his slip and slide. Oh, no. Oh, yes. That is horrible for both of those people. And I don't know if it was slip and slide like kitty or whatever like or if it was just slip and slide it was slip and slide something or <sighs> patty stanger talking about <laughs> waxing herself into a brazilian in those terms was one of those things where you just like close your laptop and you throw it out the window yeah patty stanger is a character <laughs> but she does her thing and she's owned it for Probably 15 years at this point. Hitler owned his thing, too. It doesn't mean it was okay. He didn't license it out. He wasn't a you know franchisee. I don't know if that's an asset. I know she always tells I, redheads to dye their hair when she... She does? Yes. She hates redheads. Whenever women go in to... And this was... I haven't seen her show since it was on Bravo a million years ago. But right. whenever she would... Um, you know, it was like glorified madam stuff. She'd have these young women come in and looking to date millionaires and she'd yell at them but you know ultimately like they're the ones who are paying her and she'd organize mixers and <laughs> oh, she'd God. tell all these women go get some crest white strips wear something <laughs> that shows your boobs and shows your legs and get your hair straightened and and she'd and she'd say to redheads, like, dye your hair or like, can you would you be willing to dye your hair? Because she said that she thought redheads were creepy <laughs> on camera. Eat like shit, Patty. Eat shit. <laughs> Kill <Boy>. everyone now. <laughs> eat, <laughs> advocate cannibalism. Eat shit. This is the thing that is actually for a redhead. The worst uh, advice you can possibly give a redhead. A redhead does not look remotely normal with any other color of hair um have you ever tried to go darker or lighter and see and and see what happens absolutely not i'm not i mean i'm teetering on i mean physically i'm have you worn any wigs i have worn wigs and i always look out of my mind what kind of out of your mind because i'll i'll say from personal experience i look a lot better with a dark wig than a blonde wig a blonde wig i look like a you know a specter <laughs> oh yeah i look so sick in a blonde wig i look like i'm ready to give you something some sort of disease <laughs> yeah some consumption I'm carrying a, like a real rare illness that like came yes. to earth on an asteroid right or something. <laughs> sure yes uh yeah i think a darker wig makes more darker for redhead does make more sense it's a, yeah and it depends on the redhead i guess if you already sort of have like very blonde lashes and eyebrows right. and or kind of but although blondes make great redheads i think christina Hendricks is naturally blonde and yeah, yeah. And she looks like a natural redhead uh, yeah yeah absolutely she's a she great redhead fooled. and then she was kind of exposed she was in that everclear video or something as a blonde we uh, we, we all were we all of <laughs> us did everclear been... videos at one point 
By the way, imagine how, 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 that, how great it would be if that's your most embarrassing thing that someone like revealed about you. Like you were like, a, in a, you were like a hot chick in a rock video once and you had blonde hair instead of red hair. And you're like, you're, but you were gorgeous in a different way. Oh, got me. Like, Jesus must be nice. Oh, Julie, thinking, I mean, speaking of humiliating things that have happened in people's lives and things that have kind of just made them look bad. Yes. Look, you agreed to be on this podcast recently. I, 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 I approached you. I begged you. You begged. I there were multiple be phone on. calls. I asked you to be on. I didn't sit around waiting. I was like, I want to be on your podcast. More people need to ask to be on podcasts. No, they don't. I want to be special. <laughs> Julie, everyone follow Julie's example. Don't you dare. Okay, except. (laughs) This podcast could not be more clear in its rule. I said no gifts. (laughs) There are four words there. Is that right? I said no gifts. One of the, you know, the operating word being no. Uh, That said, so you agreed to be on it. I was so excited. I love Julie. I think she's so funny. We've never talked uh so let's get into it and then i uh about a week ago i get an an envelope in the mail a purple envelope and uh i didn't know what it was i had no idea of what i was looking at i do host this show and so you know you know you occasionally get mysterious things in the mail and so i have my boyfriend open them to see you know is it anthrax is it a bomb this kind of thing um, he told me it was neither of those. He told me he thought it might be a gift from Julie Klausner. It was unclear. There was no name or anything. Um, so I do have this purple envelope here, which I don't know what's happening in here. Uh, it's kind of one of these little I, thin. What do, what is this called? It's almost like reverse bubble wrap. Yeah, it's like a little pouch like an etsy like environmentally friendly kind of on like padded envelope right and so i'm just wondering is is this a gift for me yes should i open it here on the show yes okay i'm gonna i'm going to dip in do you think that the purple is significant i will say i've never seen this color of envelope before do you think it connects to the gift? I, I mean, I hope so. But uh, what would that be? Blueberries, uh, grapes. What are we? Th- what things are purple in the world? I like that blueberries was your first. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Blueberries. <laughs> blueberries. No, they're, I, they're, I apologize they're dark. To the listener. They're dark blue. They're a dark blue that can, you know, kind of be a purplish variant, uh, depending on if they're smashed. R- well, and I will say, uh, you know, in Willy Wonka, Violet eats the gum. Yeah. And they say, Violet, you're turning not blue. She does say she's eating oh, blueberry yeah, pie. Violet, you're turning Violet. Right. So I feel like I do have. You have the Wonka. Cinema on my side. <laughs> oh, okay, sure. If the world of film is definitely on <laughs> okay. my side. Here. <laughs> okay, copy that. So this shows kind of a lack of imagination on my part that I start with blueberries no, and no, then no, go to grapes it, and then shut down. You're good. You're good. Well, I'm going to dip in and we'll see what's okay. happening. Well, let me ask you, does it have something to do with what's happening in the envelope? Yes! <laughs> 
It would be funny if you brought that up and then it didn't. I don't know. It, or it could, it could be not funny. I'm sure things, things like that have happened on podcasts where things go to dead ends. I can't think of a single example in my, in my case, but. Certainly not on my I've end. heard of it happening. Everything here is just a constant smooth road of comedy and pleasurable conversation. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm going to dip in here. Let's see what's happening. Oh, I will say, I do have a, before I even, now my hand is in the envelope, there is a hint. The return address is from something called Batches O Patches. Mm-hmm. So I, unless that's your, your pseudonym <laughs> and that you're operating out of Buena Park, California, I assume this has something to do with Batches O Patches. Is that <laughs> Close. This is from Batches O Patches. So I assume it has something to do with Batches O Patches. <laughs> now we're giving so much free advertising to Batches O Patches. It's fine I don't by know me. They've it's... only done well by me. Unless <laughs> no. you reach, actually, I don't know because I, if you could reach it and it could be something different, but I don't think it will be. I think it'll be the I thing just pull I'm out caught. a dead leaf or something. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm holding something, I'm pulling it out. Oh, it is a pur- it's a famously purple thing. Grimace. Grimace as a- <laughs> I'm, I mean, I, I immediately my mind is just kind of spinning. Uh, Grimace, as we all know, from McDonald's. Uh, I don't know if Grimaces are live or dead at this point. Uh, I haven't seen a McDonald's commercial featuring Grimace in decades. Yeah, no, Gr- they, Grimace died famously. It was like that movie. Um- <laughs> Christine, he shot himself in the head on live uh, television. You missed that? In the middle of a commercial. Oh, God. He was killed in a shootout with the uh, Hamburglar Rebecca Hall is going to play him. <laughs> um, Grimace, listener, you will recall, is kind of the shapeless purple freak that mm, you would see mm, in the... Mm, mm. If I may, Bridger. <laughs> He's schmoo-shaped. Schmoo-shaped? What does that mean? Do you know what a shmoo is? No, I have no idea. From Little Abner, the no. comic. Have you heard of Little Abner? I don't. The comic I don't strip think so. from the I want to say like twenties or something. Little, I'm gonna look this up really. Little quick. Abner or Lil Abner, and they made a musical based on it. There's a character called the shmoo, S C H M O O, and they're like little. They're kind of like amorph. They're like jiggly, sort of pear shaped creatures and the thing about a shmoo is that a shmoo really wants you to eat them they'll jump into pans for you and they'll be like eat us please eat us they're the ultimate like doormat submissives does anyone ever eat a shmoo i don't know i would hope so (laughs) i would hope so be sad if that's all they wanted they know especially in a musical you don't want to sing an i want song and not have it pay off (laughs) not get eaten but but grimace that's all just to say that I have a theory Grimace is a schmoo or at least related to sh- a schmo- to schmooze. And then as far as like, come on, he has a shape. He's like, he pe- kind of, want to just call it a pear? And he is kind of a pear shaped or like bell shaped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, potato shaped, which is kind of famous, famously shapeless. Uh, those are the three things. I'm now just this is the podcast where I try to name things and kind of burn out around two or three right, and then you get stubborn about the original thought which is that he's shapeless <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> just kind of but you take a walk kind of back mean. to what you thought in the first place you know i was right all along <laughs> <laughs> um grimace 
I, I, I just want some sort of explanation as to why this was sent to me. <laughs> That's a very awfully defensive uh, <laughs> uh, way to say thank you. This is, a, is this a comment on my body? Is this a... No! Some... <laughs> Julia, that's fine if it is. It's a comment on my body! (laughs) Why did you send this to me? I don't know. I think Grimace is funny. (laughs) He is very funny. I think he's funny. You know, it's weird. I'm now saying he, but I always kind of, maybe just the fact that I haven't seen him in years, I kind of assumed he was a woman. Mm. But I don't think that's right. I think he had a male voice, right? He does. And um, so I don't know how much you know about McDonald Land lore very little i know about mayor mccheese i know of the chicken nugget children yeah 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 uh and the hamburglar that's plenty that's a lot and then of course the (laughs) clown himself oh yeah you don't even mention him because the name that will not be mentioned always there yeah um well grimace originally was evil he was called the evil grimace and he used to have more (laughs) arms because he was (gasps) He was designed as like a foe to Ronald McDonald. He was, des- and then he, <laughs> then they cut off like four of his arms and they made him a friend. But he originally was called the Evil Grimace, and he had six arms, and oh, no. he used them to steal milkshakes. <laughs> Why else would you have six arms? Yes, exactly. Wait. And then the other thing I can tell you about Grimace is that he has an uncle who shows up once a year around St. Patrick's Day to help him sell the Shamrock Shake, and that uncle's name is Uncle O'Grimacy. Does he look like Grimace? Yes. Like identical, or is there something else going on? A mustache? What would you guess, if you had to guess? I would guess a mustache and a Hawaiian shirt. Anything else? Um, you know, maybe like a, like a very toupee-looking toupee. He's green. Well, I fully, I was, I was keeping on purple. So he's green, but the same shape. He's green, but the same shape. And nothing else is different. I think he does accessorize, but I'm not sure if the Hawaiian shirt is part of the ensemble. I like that I enter Uncle and my Google's just like, Uncle Grimacy again, Julie? And I said, yep. <laughs> okay, so this is what he looks like. He's holding a... Oh, is that a oh so he, he's or? Irish. Yeah! His he's name a- is Uncle O'Grimacy, and he's, he's here like, to promote the Shamrock Shake. What did you expect? <laughs> I mean, when I say Irish, I mean he's almost a hateful depiction of Irish. You the, tell you know, me that anyone could hate someone Irishman. that looks like that? <laughs> Who could this hate just, anyone? This is just a lot of assumptions about the Irish people, kind of layered on top of a monster. Did you say that he had a mustache? I did, and he am kind I right? Of does yeah, I think so. He's got like fur, more fur happening by the mouth than Grimace. He rules. Does he have an Irish accent? I don't know if I've ever heard him speak, but here he is with his nephew. I imagine he oh. does. Oh, so he's about twice as wide as Grimace. Oh, I never noticed that. Um, That's true. Yes. <laughs> oh. That's true. Are there, is he the only other member of the Grimace family? I want to see. I, I feel like I've seen a lady Grimace. Okay. I'm going to look up Grimace family <laughs> McDonald's. Okay. So luckily I am now on the McDonald land wiki. <laughs> what? He is known for his slow witted demeanor. His most common expression is the word duh before every sentence. Oh. oh, my apologies. He had four arms, not six. Okay. Sure. 
He has an unnamed mom, an unnamed dad, a grandma named Winky, a great great grandma named Jenny Grimace, and a possible brother <laughs> named King Ganga who rules over all grimaces. In a 1999 commercial, Grimace has two aunts named Millie and Tilly who Ronald mistakes for actual ants while on a pic. That clown, I swear to God. <laughs> while most family members have been mentioned, most heavily seen and mentioned is Uncle O'Grimacy, who comes once a month every year around St. Patrick's Day in March to bring shamrock shakes. Wow, that's far too many characters to... I mean, people barely... Grimace barely registers as a character himself. We don't need that. I think you just named eight other characters. That's more than most television shows can provide you with. I like him and I like <laughs> his family. And if I had to kill all of the other McDonaldland characters <laughs> and keep one, it would be Grimace. Is Grimace still active in any of the commercials? Are any of these characters? That's a good question. I mean, I, I'm sure that. They exist, but they're targeted towards audiences that we are not. Right. But also said on this, like, I feel like they're not going to hang up those costumes anytime soon. No, you never know when you're going to have to pull that out of the closet. Or do a reboot or something. Right. Get those McNuggets singing again or whatever they were doing. Well, yeah. Or, or like keep them in rotation in other countries. Like, I feel like. Oh. Ronald McDonald was like, weren't there some Jap there's some like Japanese um imagery going around. Of Ronald McDonald. Yes. Okay. That was like... especially horrifying, but <laughs> and then there was the recent, I think it was probably in the last 10 years, the uh try the attempt to revive Hamburglar as that kind of sexy guy. Do you remember this? Kind of it, it. The attempt just crashed and burned. But was that like uh, the? But were they like? But that was our point in an advertising way. Oh, uh, I hope not. I hope I wasn't duped by some stupid viral ex campaign. It's like I do the same thing you do. We both write content. You're <laughs> like, why are you so angry about this? I didn't say anything. <laughs> we do the same thing. Sure. Fine. Okay. Look, look, you have two house. You have two homes. Why are you yelling at me? Right. You're the person who bought a cool fedora for the Hamburglar. <laughs> right. Now, this is the thing about Ronald McDonald that I always found kind of strange. That always threw me was that I, I at least remember him just having a normal man's voice. Is that um, correct? Do you remember? I'd that? say like a normal, like very excited man, like. Someone like a man that has like too much energy. Yeah. But he was never it was never like quite to clown level, which what I does a clown like, sound like to you? Oh, hey, boys and girls like that. Exactly. Yes. Almost like a horn that's been brought to life. Right. No, he um he just seemed like a really enthusiastic man when he spoke and your eyes were closed. Right. Like but an when excited your eyes scout open, leader. There were no doubts <laughs> that he was a clown. And he's the only one that survived. I mean, Grimace is what probably doing... What are you doing... talking about? Are you aware of some massacre that I... <laughs> you keep bringing it up as though they're all dead. Julie, they were all found in a mass grave. Uh, <laughs> Spawn Ranch. Spawn various Ranch. points of decomposition. Spawn Ranch. <laughs> Spawn Ranch. <laughs> I wish. I would love to go to that ranch and find it just populated by various McDonald's land Skeletons. characters. 
kind of just sleeping wherever and mm-hmm. going out into the city at night for their little their little things. Birdie is the first, I think, female presenting is McDonald the- Land character. She's the one who looks like Amelia Earhart. Right, and has pigtails. I believe so, yeah. she's She's got her, like, Amelia Earhart hat and stuff. I wonder, were these all coming from the same designer, or was it just like there was a well, rotating... They, they were sued by H.R. Puffin Stuff for <laughs> of ripping course. off their whole thing. Well, I mean, look at H.R. Puffin Stuff and look at Mayor McCheese. It's the same. What is H.R. Puffin Stuff? H.R. Puffin Stuff? How old are you, Bridger? Are you 26? I'm 11. Oh, I'm the, I'm so the 11-year-old Particularly your feet kid. when you're sleeping. I am. It's hard being a kid. Um, Look up HR, or I, I will, because I can share my screen, right? Okay. So HR Puffin stuff was like a very... Have you, you ever seen Mr. Show? The, um, uh, yeah, of course. You know the um, drug Massachusetts? Yes, yes. That's based on HR Puffin stuff. Okay. Uh, like their whole like aesthetic and they had a couple of shows that were very trippy and they were very like um druggy and they had one called lidsville featuring charles nelson riley which was iconic and there was a character named witchy poo and they <laughs> were do you see do you see this oh yeah of course so yeah Wait. that's hr puff and oh, stuff that character on some level, looks like a McDonald's Land character. I mean, that's why they were sued. They were sued, and I don't want to say the HR Puffin stuff won, but they settled out of court for a lot of money. So, in other oh. words, McDonald's ended up like cutting a check, saying, and then, "Yeah, saying like, <laughs> let, let's just like, I'll pay you to not admit that like we completely ripped off these character designs." Right, but then Puffin stuff obviously kind of. Uh, is now gone and but no one's ever gone bridger you seem very like <laughs> attached to the idea of like yeah but they're dead now so it's not a problem <laughs> i like i like endings julie clearly I like when <laughs> do you like do you like goodbyes i love a goodbye i love just a <laughs> heart-wrenching goodbye okay <laughs> not me <laughs> Yeah, this one, I mean, I will say none of these other characters are looking that much like McDonald's land characters, but one of them has basically the head shape of... They're clearly based on that whole world. Yeah, yeah, uh, Mayor Mayor McCheese. McCheese. You're thinking Mayor McCheese. And then his, his, like, cop brother, his pig brother, uh, uh, Big (laughs) uh, Mac, or Big Mac, I think his name is. Oh, that was another character? There were two cops in this group? No, one was a mayor and one was a cop. Oh, And I think they were brothers. Yeah. Yeah, that, that one. No, that's no one's favorite character. No one likes that guy. There's just so much crime in this world. But then they, I mean, there's a lot remove... of crime in the McDonald Land community. Right. It's yeah. anarchy. Andrew Yang is going to clean it up, though. <laughs> He's going to step right in and take care of business. My bet is on this garbage woman. Uh, what's her name again? <laughs> garbage woman. Uh, Kat- Catherine Garcia. I'm with you, Kathy. Uh, Look, I think it's cool for a chick to like yell at a bunch of garbage union people and be course. tough as fucking hell. I mean, who's like there was I mean, the, yeah, that union has got to be. I mean, oh, rough. Don't go up against them. Remember, like, because what's I mean, come on. Are there any scarier words than garbage strike? I know. Oh, horrifying. During a summer or during I mean, 
Ooh. Have you ever been? Do you ever live here or come out here? Or I no? did, but not never during a garbage strike. <laughs> well, we'll have uh, to plan your next That's my one regret. One. <laughs> I always wanted to live in New York during. <laughs> oh, you haven't lived in New York strike. unless. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've dealt with various garbage issues in New York. You know, the rat jumping out of the garbage can. On the corner uh, or in your apartment? In front of my apartment. In front of your. Surprise! I, I opened the garbage can. Here comes oh! a rat flying out. I throw the garbage lid, uh, scream. Wait, this is, a, this is like your garbage can that you would like put was, the garbage out every... Right. And a rat jumped out at it when you were putting rat... your, throwing your bag inside of it? So I've had, I've had a lot of close encounters with rats in both Los Angeles and New York. <laughs> well, I heard that your palm trees are swarming with them. Oh, it's horrifying. That's I had a rat gr- run oh across my, my foot. What a metaphor. What a metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> these beautiful trees swarming rats with everywhere. rats <laughs> oh my god yeah don't come to Los Angeles thinking you're not going to see a rat I've had uh, you know I spent 45 minutes inside a Ralph's shaking because I was so terrified of this rat that ran across, across my foot don't go to Ralph's I had, it was my sanctuary from what? from the rat Cleanliness? that ran across my foot oh I thought you said there was a rat in Ralph's oh well that may be true I'm sorry, Look, I misunderstood the story. Never seen a rat in a Ralph's. Ralph's has, has been always been good to me. To you? Okay. Uh, but outside of the Ralph's on La Brea Avenue. Rats are popping. Rats everywhere. <laughs> so just be aware of that if you're okay. planning a vacation to Los Angeles. <laughs> you're planning a Ralph's vacation. Stagger <laughs> it with the... If you're kind of a grocery store enthusiast. The vermin, yeah. <laughs> Um, well, I have, I now have this beautiful piece. So of, it's a patch, uh, right? Grimace. Yeah. It, now, do you think this is a, a, um, iron on or a sew on? I don't know. It should say, shouldn't it say? No, Sorry to be defensive. Batches but... are patches. Batches. Well, that it's perfectly well, it reasonable like to be, the, to get into a fight with me over. Yeah. Um, the back looks mysterious. You, you know, can always I'm try ironing it on and then if it doesn't work, just get out the. All right. You know, there is like a little piece of like what appears to be glue, mm-hmm. like loose glue. So that to me says iron. Try it. I'm going to try it. What should I iron it onto? A t-shirt, what are you gonna, a jacket? Are you going to put it on your Girl Scout sash? Oh, that's not a bad <laughs> idea. More people should just be wearing sashes. You could. That's I a great place to put your... I remember thinking that whenever the Girl Scouts, whenever someone in my school was going to the Girl Scouts after school and she came in her outfit, I was like, oh, she looks amazing. And I never wanted to join the Girl Scouts. That was just not even in the, it wasn't even in the, like a possibility of, but their outfits were so cute. They're dynamite outfits. Uh, And especially. Terrific. Green ones and brown ones. Right. And the Boy Scouts, you know, it's kind of an iconic shirt, but outside of that, it's not that much of an outfit. They're Navy, right? The Boy Scouts do like Navy. Uh, Cub Scouts do a Navy. Boy Scouts do a, like a tan. Which is less fashionable. Oh, sure. Like the kid from Up. Right, right, right. I, I prefer the Navy Boy Scout thing. Yeah. Uh, but there was no like match. Well, actually, I think there were matching shorts, but that was never a required part of the outfit. What? What, what are you supposed to do? <laughs> Wear them with jeans? Ill-fitting jeans. That's my entire experience. A Boy Scout shirt and ill-fitting jeans. Wait, you're not supposed to? You're not required to wear them with matching shorts. What's the point? No, no, no. Uh, I think the point is that they didn't care 
Okay. And the uh, style and fashion were always last priority with the Boy Scouts. Well. And look where it got them. Right. They're done. As far as I know. And that's why. I think that's the only reason why. <laughs> yes. They didn't pay enough attention to fashion. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the only reason why they're out of business. <laughs> Meanwhile, the Catholic Church has more jewelry than I've ever seen in my life. That's so true. I've never seen men wearing more jewelry than in the Catholic Church. It is if you're a- obscene. <laughs> it is obscene. Jewelry, beautiful hats, gorgeous robes. They, I mean. Everything Liberace ever did was influenced by the Catholic Church. (laughs) Julie, I want to play a game. Can we play a game? I wish we would. Do you want to play a game called Gift or a Curse or a game called Gift Master? I'll tell you how it works once we begin playing. You choose. Let's play Gift or a Curse. I need a number between one and ten from you. Seven. Okay. Um, I have to do some light calculating right now. I want you to promote, recommend, say whatever's on your mind. I'll be right back. Okay. I am going to promote, well, the Criterion app is very good. And I also think there's a lot of kittens right now that you could adopt or foster based on one of my Instagram accounts that I follow. So go go adopt a kitten or probably adopt two so they could play with each other because if you get one kitten and there's not a second kitten then you're the kitten i don't have a tv show on right now which is unjust criminal (sighs) so i'm not gonna plug anyone else's tv show but i did (laughs) i did create difficult people and it's still on hulu so you should watch that and then commiserate with me about how unfair the world is (laughs) and what else are you ready Julie, I'm ready, but I was okay. just kind of letting you go. Oh, no, you, please I don't mean, ever do that. <laughs> never do that. What do you got? Well, I've done it. The seal's broken, oh, so now I'll just great. do it for, for the rest of our lives. No, 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 no. Did you uh, promote your podcast? Double Threat. It's called Double Threat. Me and Tom Sharpling make each other laugh every week, so come and subscribe to it, please. That's a great podcast. Thanks. It's okay. fun. We have fun. It's funny and fun. This is how this game works. It's very easy. Well, actually, it's not very easy, but the... The rules are simple to understand. That's what I'll say. I'm going to name three things, and you're going to tell me if they're a gift or a curse and why. There are correct answers. So there's a chance you just, you know, kind of burn out, uh, flop, fail. uh, And that's fine if you're fine with that. I'm going to say the first thing. This is a listener suggestion from someone named Brianna. Gift or a curse? Mowing the lawn. Curse. Why? The sun. <laughs> lawn, lawn is always outside. Always outside. <laughs> sun is always outside. Bad news bears. Julie, have you ever mowed a lawn? No. Okay, well, there's the reason you're totally incorrect here. Really? Mo- mowing the lawn is absolutely a gift. It's delightful. Uh, it's very relaxing. It's kind of the out, outdoors uh, vacuuming. You know, you put in some music, put, obviously put on How some sunscreen like and vacuuming? a hat. I love vacuuming. Yeah. Oh, well documented. I love to vacuum the house. Oh, okay. I like, actually, I, <laughs> I have like four vacuums and I do use them frequently, but I don't know if I'd say I love vacuuming. 
I think out of all of the household chores, it's the probably the most simple and most satisfying where you're seeing results almost immediately. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. And uh, you know you're going to clean something. And that's kind of the same thing with mowing the lawn. You get out there, you get to smell the cut grass, you get to see progress. The lawnmower kind of tugs you along as you walk around the lawn. You like you know, shaving? Is, Do you like shaving? I don't like shaving. Okay. You know, shaving is more of kind of a... I wish that shaving were an optional, more of an optional thing. But uh, yeah, mowing the lawn, I don't want anyone to confuse mowing the lawn with shaving. Oh, I'm Very sorry. Different... I never would. <laughs> I'm sorry. I should never have made that analogy. Appreciate an apology. I really appreciate <laughs> okay. an apology, especially after you've kind of just, uh, you know, whiffed it on this first one with mowing the lawn. Wow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Okay, let's move on and see. You know, there's there's some hurt feelings here, obviously, oh, I don't and care. that's fine. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fine. Um, this is my own suggestion: gift or a curse, shakshuka. Who's that? The food dish. Oh, shashushka! The Wait. thing with the egg on top of it, and the tomato, and the garlic, and the herbs. I don't eat eggs, but. When oh. I did, I liked it fine. So I wouldn't oh say it's a curse, but I also I, I feel like I feel like there's it could be better. Yeah. <laughs> well, I need an answer, gift or a curse. Mm, a curse. <laughs> Surely. What did this I is do? gonna be the last time we speak. This is the this is <laughs> oh, the no. end of our relationship. You don't know that. <laughs> You don't know that. Shakshuka, delicious, <laughs> delicious for breakfast, okay. lunch, or dinner. I feel like dinner. I've cracked this game. I, okay, I feel like <laughs> I know how to play this game now. We'll see. I, I'm not going to have you on this saying that this is just a fine dish. I think it's so delicious and not nearly enough restaurants offer it does to it me. Does it come with uh, toast points or like bread that you it can does. use? It Well, then that's good. Do you like a stew? Do you like yes. a like a... I think you would like, th I mean, but you don't like egg. And I think that that is I kind of a key component. I can't eat eggs, but I will sop up any tomato, anything with bread. I will always if do that. If you love to sop tomato sauce with bread, yes. you're going to love this dish. And you can get it without an egg. I mean, it's definitely more of a tomato stew at that egg. point. But I would eat it any day of the week. I oh. will make a parody song to Kate Bush's Babushka about it. <laughs> and I will Please. eat it. With bread and no egg, and then you'll talk to me again, and you'll be my best friend. Do you like feta cheese? I don't eat cheese either. Oh, okay. So this is, but the tomato again. I love it. Still tomato. a gift. You're good to go with this dish. Finally, so you've gotten zero so far. Uh, I mean, kind of embarrassing for both of us in different ways. <laughs> you don't seem embarrassed. I'm humiliated. Uh, I am. You know, my heart is aching right now. Uh, but this is another listener suggestion. Someone named Chloe has written in and suggested, gift or a curse, a member of the wedding party singing during the ceremony. A curse. Gift or a curse. And you can't disagree with me here. You can't disagree with me. There's no way you can disagree with me. I can't bear the notion of you disagreeing with me. <laughs> um, okay. I need, I need your argument for why this is a curse. Mm, are the people getting married straight? Um, that's up to you. That's really up to you in this game. It's a curse. Unless your friend <laughs> is Liza Minnelli. 
and she's or Kim Cattrall and she's scatting or something. Oh, then dream. it's not it's not cute. It's because it makes <laughs> it makes the friend the center of attention. And that's not what weddings or funerals are about. You have to like go there ready to like not pull focus. That's the that's what you're that's what you're supposed to do. Julie, you have lost the game what in the biggest way about? possible. How are you a human? This is a Are you gift. defending a friend singing at someone's wedding? That's the worst thing that could ever happen. If I am what if they're at a bad? wedding. Wait, hold on, hold on. Let me walk this back. If they're really bad, it might be funny. That was your... Look, now yeah. you're on the path. I think, truly, no matter what they're... If someone has decided they're going to sing during someone's wedding ceremony... That's a bad idea. And for me as a wedding I goer, okay. I get free. I get to just think what it, it could possibly be going through this person's mind. You got your camp hat on. I like it. I understand. <laughs> Noted. Is, the, is this game always just gift, gift, gift? Is that the answers? <laughs> that should be the new trick. It's not. I I okay. No. So I was like, I'll play again. I, mean... I think I know the code now. <laughs> Say gift to all of them. And then Bruner's <laughs> mad at you. <laughs> well, you failed big time, and you know listeners are probably going to be outraged, and uh, you know you've revealed a lot about yourself. That's all I'm going to say. Okay, that's all I'm going to say here. Uh, but I feel like we've all learned some things and that kind of thing, and so it was ultimately valuable. That was a good wrap up of what just happened. <laughs> um, would you help me answer a listener question? Yes. This is the part of the podcast called I Said No Emails. People write into I Said No Gifts at gmail.com. Every one of them has got some issue at hand. And, you know, they've decided to write into my podcast, of all things, for help. And they're getting uh, world-class advice. So let's answer one of these things. Let's pop in here and see. Um, Not too long, not too short. We're looking for a nice, solid... Here's something. Okay. This is actually going back to something we were just talking well, slightly what we were just talking about. This is dear gift experts. I'm getting married next year and I'm going to have four bridesmaids in my wedding party. My sister is my maid of honor and my best girlfriends are the other three bridesmaids. I'm currently looking for an appropriate gift to give each of them and thank them for being in my wedding and for just being some of my very favorite people. I'm not trying to spend a ton since my wedding will be quite costly, and truth be told, I'm not exactly rolling in the dough to begin with. Please help this quite anxious bride-to-be figure out what to give her miniature coven to show my love and appreciation. Love, Elena. P.S. I love the... Oh, okay, this this is very... Sweet. I'll read it. I appreciate when someone says I love the podcast. Thank you. Okay, thank you, Elena. This So, Julie, we're looking for bridesmaids' gifts. Cameos a category. from Ken Bone. What cameos from Ken Bone? I got one. Do not for, give him money. Do, do give him money. I gave him money for my friend Jason. I said it's his birthday and his favorite. It is horse Rusty died, and I want you to say Rusty says happy birthday from Horse Heaven, and he did. And it was like, <laughs> why is he an evil person? Is he bad? I think he's just a well documented. He'll do literally whatever he. Well, clearly. It wasn't, it I'm wasn't no fan expensive. Of it, it caused, look, it created joy and it had zero, most... no carbon footprint. 
I feel like he later, I feel like there was some darkness about Ken Bone or he was just kind of an asshole or something. Oh, I'm sure he's an I asshole, but as long as the money isn't going, like, is it going directly to the Westboro Baptist Church or something? It probably is. No. I feel like Not they're... that much money. So find another goofball on, on Cameo that you can search by price, I think. Oh, I didn't know you could do by price. I think so. So you can really just get some real low rent. Yeah, but they're, uh, they're not. But here's the thing. Like low rent is in the eye of the beholder. Like it's all about what your friend would think is funny. Right. So a different message for each member of this bridesmaid group. Yeah. So I love a, a wedding party, I guess, yes. is a more accurate way of calling yes. this thing. Yes. Find someone that you think your friend would think would be funny and have them and have a celebrity thank them and then also say some sort of like you know one detail or specific thing about that friend that you share elena i think that that's a nice um you know that really can according to your budget i'm also going to say elena you know pump the brakes on the wedding spend expenditures yeah uh it's you know, just a, it's just a party it's like how much money would you spend on a party right 50 bucks what kind of Cap it at 50 bucks. It's just for lube. <laughs> <laughs> Buy a pizza and throw it on a table. Buy 50 bucks of lube and, and unlock the front door. <laughs> <laughs> Elena, we've solved all kinds of problems for you. And uh, your bridesmaids are going to be thrilled with their non-Ken Bone cameos. Yes. I'm asking you, do not give Ken Bone any more money. We've got to push him out of society into the woods. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> I don't want to hear his name ever okay. again. Sorry. <laughs> Julie, we did an excellent job there. Good. You, you were just right out of the gate. You had a, a, a recommendation that needed some notes. We noted it. <laughs> we got it into a place that felt appropriate we... as a gift. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, I like this. Listen, in my mind, you're James Spader and secretary being like, bend over. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> fine. I'll be, I'm... <laughs> I'm there. If, if nothing else, I'm glad I was able to do that for you. Mm -hmm. And it's a nice exchange. Now I have this beautiful uh, grimace patch. Yes. Uh, which I will, you know, kind of fret over which you clothing item it's going to end up on. Put it on a bag or like a laptop case if you don't want to be like committal to your clothing or anything. Yeah. Right. A, ba a nice tote bag. That's not a bad idea. That's what I'm going to do. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. I had such a wonderful time with you. Likewise. And listener, do whatever you want. It's, again, as usual, now this is your life and you get to do what you want. And that's kind of exciting and scary. So don't make bad choices. Do something wholesome today. Why not do something wholesome? We could all try something wholesome. Take care. Bye-bye. Uh, I Said No Gifts is an Exactly Right production. It's produced and engineered by our dear friend, Annalise Nelson, and the theme song is by miracle worker Amy Mann. You must follow the show on Instagram at I Said No Gifts. That's where you're going to see pictures of all these wonderful gifts I'm getting. You have to see the gifts. Listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you found me. And why not leave a review while you're there? It's really the least you could do, considering everything I do for you. And if you're interested in advertising on the show, go to midroll.com slash ads. But I invited you here. Thought I made
myself perfectly clear when you're a guest in my home you gotta come to me empty-handed i said no gifts your presence is present enough and i already had too much stuff so how do you dare to survive 